The Last Word with Matt Cooper. We're joined by the Minister of State at Cabinet in the Department of Transport, Jack Chambers, because today the government has published the review of speed limits, which has been undertaken. And it could be that wherever you regularly drive, could be seeing a quite significant change to the speed limits applied. Minister Chambers, thank you for joining us. So tell us, how extensive is this review and the implications likely to be? Well, this is about bringing about radical change to our speed limits and ending the inconsistency and fragmentation we have across our road network. Um, there's pre- three particular changes. First of all, for very rural and local roads nationwide, which is about 85,000 kilometres of the network, 85% of it, where we have 75% of fatalities. We have very narrow country roads. We're proposing to change that from 80 kilometres per hour to 60 kilometres per hour in highly residential built-up urban areas to change the default limit from 50 kilometres per hour to 30 kilometres, but keeping many of the arterial and radial routes at 50. And then for national secondary roads, changing the limits from 100 kilometres per hour to 80 kilometres per hour. In parallel to that, we're proposing to leave our motorways at 120, our national primary roads at 100, and our regional roads at 80 kilometres per hour. Are they they regarded as safer roads on the basis that they're probably better constructed and maintained roads? Yeah, better engineered. And what we're, I suppose what's proposed within that then is to change the legislation around the default limits. So around those, the three road, the three um, roads I've mentioned, um, it, to, to change the default limits, but then give discretion to local authorities where you've, for example, you, you might have a new, you'll have a national secondary road, which has recently been upgraded and has good design, a good design and safety standards. They can then be revised upwards by local authorities where, where it's safe to do so. Um, so really it, instead of us, instead of reducing a high limit, uh, it's about setting a safer baseline and revising it upwards uh, where where it's a good design and safety standard. Now, on the local and, and rural roads, Minister, there would be a lot yeah. of people would say that a lot of the time it's the condition that they're left in by the local councils rather than the speed that people travel on them is the danger, such as hedges being overgrown, not been trimmed back. What do you say to that? I think, look, there, you know, there is a point of trying to, you know, we, we have to work with local authorities and landowners on hedges. But in, for many of these local roads, which are grass growing up the middle of them, can only fit one vehicle. It's completely inappropriate that the limit on those roads are at 80 kilometres per hour. And they're actually leading people to regional roads or national roads where people can go at a safer speed limit. Um, but it, it's the evidence is very clear that um, 80 kilometres per hour where you've got an unsafe ditch and you've got a windy road with grass growing up the middle. Um, I think many people actually remark how how, how surprised they are that they see uh, such a default limit. And I think that will be um, welcomed and accepted by many people that live on these roads who might want to go out for a walk in the evening or, uh, you know, or a cycle. And, 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 a cycle and can't presently use them. And if they were to come across a vehicle going at 80 kilometers per hour, um, they'd be very lucky to survive, um, that, that, uh, if, if struck. So this is about, again, um, having a much safer baseline. I think on the very rural and local roads, um, I, I think that will be welcomed by many people uh, who live on, in, in 
in, in on, on those particular areas. But when we were talking about this recently on the programme, we were inundated with messages from listeners saying, you can set all the speed limits you like. The issue is about enforcement, is making sure that if people do not adhere to these speed limits, that they will be punished for doing so. So what is the enforcement measures here? I, I accept that point. And, and I suppose the speed limit review will have an impact um, as it's, like I said, we're setting up a task force to start the implementation and the guidance early next year. It'll take a three to four months to get the guidance drafted and completed. But there is a need to strengthen enforcement. And I'm absolutely clear about that in the context of the shocking rise in fatalities we've seen this year. Um, 130 people who've lost their lives, which has caused devastation for families. And we have, working with Minister McEntee, uh, we've a 20% increase in the go-safe hours, so that, that will uh, strengthen the visibility and targeting one of the central factors to road collisions. Sorry, listeners may be confused. What are the go-safe hours? So the go-safe vans, which uh, which are the people would know the vans that they see, which t- they, they, they see intermittently on different roads and um, there's been a 20% increase on those for those speed vans 1500 extra hours um, and that's now in place um, and and strengthening enforcement uh, around that as well as working with Angarda Shiakana to uh, you know to strengthen the visibility of the roads policing unit Yeah but Minister the issue there for many people though is that they feel that the efforts to actually in combat speeding take place on the safer roads, on the roads in which there are rarely collisions and there are far fewer fatalities. And they see this merely as a revenue-raising exercise rather than the concentration being on the roads where, as you say yourself, 75% of the fatalities occur. Well, the Assistant Commissioner uh, Hillman, who's responsible for roads policing, has been very clear that the deployment of the additional go-safe hours will actually be on many of the roads where we've seen fatalities, where we've seen collisions. And the Gardaí, um, you know, independent of the political system, uh, work to deploy um, and, 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 and ensure enforcement on roads where, where there is uh, evidence of speeding or where there has been collisions. And, and they've been clear in terms of the extra hours that there'll be very focused response where we've seen serious issues in terms of road safety and where there's been an identifiable problem in certain counties where we've seen a, an increase in collisions and fatalities. So just to reassure people about that, but no speeding in any location is acceptable and we need to get that message out to people. Well, indeed, people Minister. need to slow down and, and any speeding on any road is unacceptable and uh, and, in, and 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 people need to slow down and, and uh, the speed limit is not a target and it shouldn't be exceeded on any location. I suspect though, Minister, there are many people who do speed because they do so in locations where they f- feel there is no chance of being caught. And no matter how many vans you send out or Garda units, there are going to be lar- many locations around the country where it wouldn't be feasible to have Garda. So can you do more with putting in cameras to actually detect and punish excessive speeding? Yeah, and that's why we've the additional um, go safe hours will make a difference there, um, and strengthening the response uh, from Angarda Shiakana. We also are uh, we're working with the um, there'll be a, a new uh, contract next year um, in terms of for for as part of the you know, complementing the roads policing unit on in in terms of the the go safe contract. So that's something that we yeah. But sorry, rather than actually cameras going out in mobile vans, useful as that can be, is there anything to be said for having further fixed camera points, which could be maybe monitored yeah, from which, a central yeah. unit or with AI now? It's 
could give you the potential to be monitoring even without even needing people to be doing so, but actually detecting and capturing video of people speeding on some of our country roads. I think we can better use technology to target enforcement and that's something um, as part of the Road Safety, uh, Ministerial Road Safety Committee that we have. Um, we have the National Transport Authority and Angarda Siakana working on how we can u- better utilise technology to strengthen enforcement uh, within uh, with, 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 you know, across our, our road network and that's something we're, we're, we're trying to progress as well. There is something else that a lot of listeners bring up. They argue that at present speed while it remains an issue, may not be the most important issue, that it's a lack of concentration by people while they're in the car driving, either on their mobile phone or looking at video displays, even watching things like YouTube videos while they're driving. What sort of clampdown are you going to have against that? Well, obviously, anyone holding their mobile phone, it's an offence under the road traffic legislation, but you're correct, distracted driving, um, whether that's, you know, if even if the phone is isn't being handheld, is a serious issue, um, and and that's something that the as a as a as in terms of a ministerial road safety committee, we're going to have to do significant or further work on because you know behaviour around distracted driving is changing, and it is a central factor as well. In addition to speeding, which causes fatalities and collisions, um, and obviously, then uh, you know examining that and looking at the international international changes in road traffic legislation around that would be important as well and how you can actually enforce the that specific distracted driving. Would you increase the penalty points for those who are found to have engaged in such risky behaviour? Well, we, ha- we are going to be changing the... We are reforming the anomaly around... So at the moment, if, if you're caught speeding and you're, on, and you're on a mobile phone, you only, in, in one act, you only, um, you only, you only get uh, one of, you get the worst of the offences if, if you engage in multiple uh, offences in the one act. And that's why I'm changing that. I think it's an anomaly which, uh, which shouldn't be on the side of the person that's being reckless that might be speeding and on their mobile phone. And people will have now, uh, you, you would receive both sets of points under the legislative change that I'm going to progress to really target reckless drivers and address that issue. Okay, we will leave it there. Thank you very much. Minister of State in the Departments of Transport, Environment, Climate and Communications, Jack Chambers. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.